kind of. Well, they're more like uh, like like a sarcastic intro, I mm. guess. You know, like but related to the topic. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I don't know. What yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, let's get uh, started. We can just say like, "Welcome back to Spooky Season Podcast" or something. Our fourth one. Like. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of I Got Something to Say. My name is Victor. And my name is Julieta. And this is the fourth... Fourth spooky season. Fourth spooky season. <laughs> podcast. Podcast, but and it's number seven, actually. Yeah. Episode number seven. So... So, welcome back. Welcome back, yeah. How are you doing, Jules? I'm doing pretty good today. How about you? I'm doing fine. We got... Uh, one of my friends, um, Daniel, Danny Boy, what's up, how you doing? Uh, <laughs> he actually said that he enjoyed the podcast, the Exorcism podcast. He said that we actually made him laugh. Okay, okay. So that's, uh, so, I guess we can wrap it up and go go home. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> We're, We're done, done here. <laughs> <laughs> what's the saying? Uh, As fama y échate a dormir. You what? Uh, the saying that says, As fama y échate a dormir. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we we're go. done. Peace out. <laughs> but glad we could... Uh, make you laugh even though it was kind of a long podcast um it was glad we still but glad we got glad some laughs through I'm, yeah yeah You're, did uh, you see the we owe you 50 cents per <laughs> per oh, last yeah. podcast That's true. <laughs> we did say that didn't we um did you see any of the stats for the podcast uh not really I haven't looked at them but i think they're going up uh either they're going up or it's average Right. Or it's still at the average, you know. Yeah. But well, thanks to our lo- new listeners, we hope that you enjoy the rest of our episodes. Yeah, um, I know I have like two other peeps that mm-hmm. also DM me directly. Uh, well, that's that they DM me. Isn't DM direct directly? Directly, <laughs> yes. So that um, other folks that DM me uh, saying that either they they would check it out. So that's hopefully they made it through and yeah. hopefully they're back in this listening to this episode but other than that um thanks uh yeah so thank at you at least we we know it's just not norma listening to these <laughs> podcasts <laughs> hi norma <laughs> hey mom um but yeah so it this is our this was supposed to be our last uh spooky season podcast since halloween is on saturday but we decided to add an extra one yeah a little bonus just yeah cause. a little uh it's gonna be a little more um what's the word i'm using looking for casual it's gonna be more casual it's it's definitely more casual we're gonna have a few friends Mm -hmm. of a few guests guests. yeah uh we're gonna be maybe sitting around a bonfire a bonfire not Uh, us we're uh, we're probably gonna be just a little bit intoxicated yeah but it's okay because just a little we're over 21 yeah so we can for sure for sure um so we hope you guys tune into that one yeah definitely tune in should be fun to listen to so today's topic is alien abduction abduction my first question is jules what what are your like um uh what's the word i'm trying to say what side are you on when it comes to ufos and ufos abductions like you mean like do i believe them or not yeah yeah yeah. like are you a believer or you're skeptic well I, I don't know if I'm a believer. Well, I am a believer, I guess. But I don't think that aliens are what the movies portray them to be. Oh, yeah, be. definitely. That's, they're like, not. one thing. Like, I feel like they're among us, but we just don't know what they look like. And they might not even be, like, weird-looking. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I think that there is... 
a chance that there is like life outside of our own planet but i don't know yeah back to back to there's that like point. a lot of different yeah back to that point like things. it's it's kind of ignorant of us to think that look like we're like the only life out there yeah like and like i mean and this entire billion or trillion of years however old our galaxy um Earth. not galaxy universe <laughs> yeah is it's it's kind of kind of ignorant or of those people that and those people it's that think of, yeah. that there's no life out there when it's it's been proven a, a lot of times mm-hmm. that there is life out there but like in advance extraterrestrial it's like it's out there it's possible yeah i mean if you look at it like there's bacteria there's bacteria that live planets, with no so oxygen there's bacteria yeah. that live i mean who's to say that those bacterials uh, bacteria haven't like evolved <laughs> right just kind of like on our planet we have different like scenarios yeah exactly yeah. like we can't live underwater but we still share a planet with well we animals did technically that, we did once well we came from there but we can't anymore <laughs> you know so well, it's we kind can of, go back yeah, with help. I'm not from saying like that machines. mermaids. I'm not saying that mermaids exist, but that I'm saying that we could. That would actually be a good topic. Mermaids. Yeah. Actually, do you, I don't know. You helped me out. You remember competition lit? Yes. You helped me out we with a few a with a few papers. <laughs> yeah. And one of those papers was talking about mermaids. Yeah. So yes, peeps, I did write about mermaids so in my he's freshman an year on mermaids, yeah. literature. So I'm a fucking expert. <laughs> <laughs> it took him a few tries, but it, he it got took it me about three revisions. And, and two rewrites. And two rewrites. <laughs> I think the last rewrite was Jules literally writing the entire essay for me. That's how bad it was. But guess what? I made a B. Exactly. <laughs> and he did all the research, so he's the one that knows. But, um, yeah, what about you? Like, do you think that some of these abduction stories are real? Because, like, one thing is <clears throat> is um, not accepting, but, like, como reconociendo yeah, like, that, that life exists. Yeah. But another thing is believing that they actually come to take us. Mm, okay. Do you think that they don't like us? Or, like, what do you think their view is on us? Look at those animals. They're so those fucking animals. stupid. They're <laughs> ugly, too. Look at them. Really? Yeah, what if I they think, make movies think, about us? I think the, the same way they look at us is the same way we look at, at chimpanzees <laughs> or, like, animals in the zoo. I think uh, that's how the same way how they mm-hmm. observe us with curiosity and be like right. oh look they they're made so a, cute they made an a-bomb they're so cute look at them you know <laughs> oh god yeah i wonder what that their perspective is on us but i don't know if you've heard but like they always said that if there was extraterrestrial life out there that was watching us that they wouldn't see us now like they would see us like in the 19 like 70s or Oh, before even, that, because of, even even further, even further, because of it takes uh, light years. It takes um millions, or depending on where you are. It's mm-hmm. like the same thing as the stars that you're looking at now. Yeah, might be dead stars because you're just the sunlight. The way that light or travels. The way yeah, the way that light travels. It takes a million years to for it to get to your eyelids. Am I saying that right? To your eyelids or to your eyes? Eyes. Because your eyelid is. A- Oh, that's the eye. <laughs> <laughs> to your eyes, not that. To your cornea. <laughs> there you go. There, to your pupil. Iris. I, I, to the pupils. Okay. There. okay well, there your we iris is like the colored part of your oh, eye. Oh, fuck. This is why I'm an engineer and not Look, a I didn't doctor. study anatomy. I just know your okay. eyes right there. Anyways. Yeah. Um, physics. That's why. Physics <laughs> exists. So it's like saying that if you were to, if you were uh, 
in a, a planet millions away, let's say two million light years away from Earth,、mm-hmm. and you were to point at this moment, or not this moment, but like two, <laughs> that, but okay, whatever, whatever. <laughs> If you were to look at the Earth, you would be actually looking at Earth's Earth's past and not Earth's present. Because of the way light travels and how physics works, whatever. Exactly. So talking about space and all that, this might be a little off topic, but we're already off topic. Yeah. Do you think the landing on the moon was real? Yeah. Why wouldn't it? it Have you seen the video? It's. It's. Because I saw I saw this TikTok that was like, no lie, this does look kind of fake, and it does. Like if you watch the video, it does look kind of fake. Like well, what does the video reflect to, or like what what's the think, one thing、I、that think, they point、uh, out? One of the astronauts was like putting in a flag. Okay. We need to watch the video、okay. and critique it. But you think that was real? Like that actually happened? Because there、yeah. is a lot of controversy or conspiracy surrounding that. I mean, I can see why there's a lot of conspiracy, especially because we were we were in the Cold War, which meant that we were just trying to compete with Russia between who gets where first, who. Who gets to the moon first? But how would they know we actually made it? That's what the controversy is about.、Yeah. It's like we were trying to rush into this so much that we probably went so far as to faking the idea of us going or landing onto the moon and declaring the moon U.S. property. Right. I don't know. It's 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 believable. It's believable. It's like there's multiple things that make technology advance. One of them is wars. Mm-hmm. Another one is it's competition between nations about who has the best technology, who has the best bombs, who can make to the moon, who can make to the Mars, first to the Mars, to, the Mars, <laughs> to Mars faster than the than the other one. So it's it's a possibility that the U.S. made it there first with,、uh, because yeah, made it there first with a space crew because of all of that pressure that they had.、Um, And this this、them. question might sound ignorant, and I feel like I should know this, but have we ever gone to the moon again after that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's been multiple times that they set up missions to go to the moon. There's a couple of them that were fails,、mm-hmm. and then yes,、uh, right after the the moon landing of nineteen sixty something, I believe. I don't know.、Uh, Yeah, there's been a couple、uh, moon landings afterwards. Yeah, it says that only twelve people from the U.S. have actually made it to the moon. Well, I think that would be a good、um, topic. Also, like conspiracies. That would、so. be a good topic. There's a bunch of conspiracies. There's, there's a bunch there, of good. There's a lot of good、too. conspiracies that I would love to dive into. Yeah. However, let's. So let's dive into let's the first conspiracy. <laughs>、uh, so today we're gonna talk about alien abductions.、Um, I can open it up if you want, because mine is more like, what is it? How do you know if you've been abducted? Yeah, stuff like that. So, an alien abduction is when a person is taken against their will, and they have medical procedures done, usually involving their reproductive organs, and it's most common in the U.S. or English-speaking countries. So that I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um. There are like there are one, two, three, six like. You know, like the scientific method, yeah, like yeah, observation, observation, blah, 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 blah. that's basically what an abduction is too. So first, you have a warning, and that's when like your electronics start acting weird. You feel like you're being watched, and you hear like a humming sound, and then 
there's your capture, which is where you're forcefully removed. It can happen even when you're driving, supposedly. Um, then you get a tour of the craft once you're captured. They, they that, show you around the <laughs> yeah. kitchen. I'm yeah, like, yeah, we got around. a pool sometimes, table over there. We have like a bowling, bowling yeah. alley over there. You know what? Like, whatever you want. Like, we have a. The kitchen is free. The kitchen is free. free uh, we have a, a bar. We have an ice cream bar. <laughs> we have a rotisserie chicken bar <laughs> if you want that. We got a buffet on Sundays. Too. <laughs> um, Continental breakfast. Oh my God. Well, okay, so they they give you a tour of the craft, and sometimes it's like that. Like, sometimes they're like, oh, look at all this cool stuff we have. And sometimes it's, it's just because they're moving you around. They what? They're moving you around. Like, they're just taking you to different parts of the craft. But not because they're showing you. They're just, like, oh, taking it's because, you like, okay. to do different things to you. Oh, shit. Um, then they return you, and they usually return you to the exact same spot, but something is usually off. So, like, if you go to sleep with PJs on, you might wake up naked or... You might like wake up um, differently than how you slept, or something in your room might be missing. Yeah, it's called being hungover. That's what I thought. <laughs> I was like, oh, every time I black out, I'm every time I black get out, abducted. dude, I always wake up in some funny, <laughs> weird some position, weird or I'm missing up. something, or I don't know. Usually, it's uh, missing a a wallet, or like something important. Usually, money. Yeah, I usually <laughs> wake up with a busted lip and. <laughs> <laughs> That's a story for another day. <laughs> um, but actually, one of the side effects of being abducted is like cuts, uh, scrapes, bruises, laser burns, and females will usually. That's how I woke up from a hungover. <laughs> hey, I mean, this is sounding more and more like a wild night out, not really an abduction. But um, so the males that are abducted usually have like reproductive issues, and the females sometimes end up pregnant. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's, okay. It's weird. It's it's really weird. Um. Uh, so do these UFOs do not know the meaning of no consent? They don't give a fuck. <laughs> They're here to do one job and one job only. Okay. I mean, if they took your wallet away. <laughs> right. I mean, imagine what they could do. So there is a scientific explanation for alien abductions, and what do you think that is? Uh. Um. I Let me know. mention one more thing. I'm not a doctor. When they're capturing you, it feels like it feels like you're awake, but you're not. You can't really move. You can't speak or anything. It just kind of happens. What, what does that sound just, like to you? Um, what's it called? Um, fuck, I forgot the. Whenever you, I think you're going the right way. I know. I know you know what I'm talking about. Sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. Yes. There you go. So that's a scientific explanation for it. They say that. It, that's you know sleep paralysis is when your mind wakes up but your body's still asleep yes like your muscles are still asleep so when when that happens to you sometimes you feel like there's other things in the room with you because you can't really move like it's like a dream state yeah like you're you're your still mind dreaming. is awake like your brain like your body is trying to catch up to your brain mm -hmm. but because of that you're not still fully awake, awake. Yeah. So your brain still has like the capacity or it's yeah, the ability. It's almost like you're hallucinating. Yeah, your brain has the ability to hallucinate during those that time, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's usually what happens. We can talk about that, like the specifics of it another day, but yeah, that's what happens during sleep paralysis. And also they think that because alien imagery is so common nowadays that if you like constantly see it all the time, you're gonna be thinking about it a lot and then you're obviously gonna dream about what you see throughout the day. 
Yeah, sometimes. so it's like more subconscious. Yeah, so okay. if you have sleep paralysis, chances are you're gonna see something weird like that. Can we talk about um, sleep paralysis on Saturday? Yes, we can. Because I know I'll you and me down. had a few, but at like within, but within the same days. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Talk about that. All right. I'm gonna write it down. Anyways. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure like Charlie has had it at least once. I'm pretty sure. I never. I don't, I don't believe we asked him. I don't think we ask them, yeah. I don't think we ever have, but... Anyways, so what makes you more susceptible to experience an alien abduction? What do you think? I'm pretty sure if, like, you're a... <clears throat> like, like you said before, if you're, like, into into it, like, you're all the time listening about UFOs or, like, constant or obsessed, mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to say, I think that's what my cause yeah that that is one of them like obviously when you surround yourself with like or what? you obsess too much about something yeah. you your whole life starts to like revolve around it so that is one of the reasons or one thing that one makes you reasons. more likely okay to experience that sleep paralysis also um suggestibility which is just having like a really vivid imagination and then also like watching movies and all that's on tv about aliens that yeah. makes you more likely and i don't know if you remember we were talking about new age stuff the other day remember i told you like the death note yeah 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 okay so if you're into that which includes um believing in like spiritual paranormal supernatural ideas like tarot cards energy healing astrology or alternative medicine you're more likely to be to experience them can i say that people that believe in astrology but like legit believe in astrology mm -hmm. are i don't know i just find it fascinating that they believe that everything that has to do with astrology is it's true mm -hmm. like people that go like I actually had like this one girl like we went on a date and she asked me when I was born mm -hmm. and she she said so you're like an Aquarius and I'm like yeah and then she said whatever Borderline whatever she was like oh uh, I can already tell this is not gonna go well I'm like oh my god what <laughs> you know what I okay. do believe in like that type of stuff a little bit it's fun it's not it's fun for yeah. me it's fun but i don't like, i don't i don't base my, my relationships off yeah, of that my relationship based the only on thing it. i will tell you though is that scorpios are the worst of them all see that's why i don't i don't believe it because like my sister is a scorpio but we get along super really? well and apparently according to astrology scorpio i did not mean to offend scorpios and, and aquarius are supposed to be like legit enemies really but me and my, but yeah, but get me and my sister well. get along yeah. and also like me and like other people I know that are supposedly to be Scorpios yeah. or Gemini's whatever. maybe it's like, just for Pisces then, because you're a Pisces right technically a few days in it yeah yeah but like <clears throat> my dad's a Scorpio and we we crash heads a lot but when we get along we get along super well that's just because it's it's mother i'm not mother but that's father. because it's father and daughter yeah. relationship that's the no but like I've, i my cousin is a scorpio two of my cousins are Scorpios. yeah but like in reality like uh, we i dated who, some people that were scorpio who gets along with with people from their dad's side of the family and we're talking about spanics <laughs> mm, true true i think that's a that's a general rule i guess 
like cousins usually don't get along Maybe I with just the have side a, of the family. A bad taste because I know a lot of Scorpios. I don't know, and they all act the same in some ways. Anyway, it's aliens. Anyways, yeah. Um, but I don't base my relationship. <laughs> it's just like a all Scorpios out there. Jules hates you. Thing. She has said it. <laughs> Whatever. Um. So yeah. New age beliefs also get you into that which is kind of like what we talked about before that when you're participating in those types of things you're opening that door to like weird stuff happening to you does that does that include aliens like do aliens know oh look at victor he's been researching about us (laughs) are there like advertisements on facebook hey i don't know i mean the government listens to everything how do we know they're not selling it off to the aliens so you're telling me that they you're telling me that but but the new FBI age right is now, like something that people actually practice like religiously like they wake up every day and they're writing their little notebook kind of like what we talked about that one day yeah okay you know if you guys aren't familiar with new age i almost got sucked into it during this uh pandemic yeah you told by me about accident. the the fucking the notes the notes yeah so basically like a form of this is called um the law of attraction right it is a real thing but the new age belief makes it to be like something completely different like basically you don't have to work for anything you just write whatever you want or like manifest it they're really big on manifesting and Mm. all that like opening your third eye and all that crap that's what that is okay and you know i have a third eye it's called common sense. Yeah, I have a third eye. It's called a pimple right here. It's called a pimple. <laughs> um, so if you think you've been abducted, there are some signs you might see, which are physical signs like cuts, or you might even have an implant or a chip. Uh, missing time, waking up in a different place than where you fell asleep. Um, and then I looked up what were like the main states with UFO reports, and the main one was California. Of course. Doesn't surprise me. See, I'm not surprised, but I am kind of surprised. I would have thought it would have been, like, Colorado or New Mexico. Colorado you know? is one of them. Okay. Um, Texas is one of them. Arizona. I mean, the desert. Yeah. Uh, I Florida mean, is actually Colorado, one of them, too. I mean, Arizona. I think Florida is actually after California. Florida? Yeah. The fuck but, you know, there's a lot of there? people there's, on drugs in Florida. There's nothing over there except for fucking... Um, and gators (laughs) true true but like i said there's a lot of crazy things that happen well you know what it's hard being an alien you sometimes you just need to chill (laughs) sometimes you just need a beach vacation you just need to go to tampa or miami miami exactly blow up some couple hundred dollars (laughs) you know have a chill day yeah you know they're they have to enjoy themselves too i mean they're on vacation technically live it like people um another one that was kind of random was um michigan i thought that was kind of random and then new york also has a lot i mean that's where the and washington washington i have heard yeah so now i'm just gonna tell you a little quick story before i bore you all to sleep about um an abduction in brazil of antonio boas in 1957 which was actually in october so this is a recent one right 1957 he died in 1991 though oh okay so he died not that long ago 
So he saw a red star that was approaching him pretty fast, and as it got closer, he saw that the craft began to take the shape of an egg, and it started to extend its landing legs, and so he tried to flee, but he was captured by five-foot-tall beings. So they're not too big. That's not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... They're short. So his description of them were that their eyes were blue and small, which is kind of contradictory to what you see on TV because you always yeah, see like these big they're, eyes. They're, they're big. They're and small, black. but gray and big eyes, yeah. big heads. Really big heads. Really big heads. And he said that they made animal-like noises to communicate with each other. He said that the aliens took blood from his chin and then filled his room with a gas that made him sick. And that's when a naked female entered the room. And they did their thing. And basically, he was used as a sperm donor. So, wait, hold up. (laughs) And a little extra detail is that after they did whatever they did, the girl, which, I mean, was an alien, supposedly, was like, oh, I'm going to raise the baby in space. (laughs) And then they dropped him off. You know, you could have just asked the guy if he wanted to have sex. He would have said yes, regardless. Right. But they they had to go through the trouble of they, abducting the guy. I don't understand. <laughs> and it always seems to happen, like, in a cornfield or something. Uh, so this, this, was like in the uh, this was in a field. In a field? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Aliens have the technology to fly millions of light years away from wherever. From I'm pretty the sure they have the technology to, like, create... A like clone or like clone themselves or like like a like disguise themselves as humans yeah i think that's what that alien go to the to a to a donor um facility (laughs) choose which one you want isn't that expensive they're aliens bro they can they literally (laughs) they could (sighs) if they have done their research on humans they do know that diamonds are one of the like of the things that we care about the most Space is filled with millions, billions of pounds of diamonds. I could like literally just chisel off just a little bit. Go to a pawn shop, interchange it. (laughs) And then go to a donor, to the donor facility, whatever. Sperm bank. Oh, a sperm bank. That's what it's called. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) A donor facility. And just get whichever they wanted. Like, you know, like. Yeah, but but what's the fun in getting things the legal way? Oh, you know? okay. So it's you about know? doing the legal way. Yeah, I, I think that's right. what the rush is. All I right. think that's why they do it that way. That's why they do it. Because, I mean, what's the point? So, yeah, that's my little take on alien abductions, which I honestly was laughing the whole time reading this. Yeah. Because it just sounds like, like yeah, like you just had a wild night out. You woke up on the couch instead of your bed. It, lost it does a couple sound things. Like you might have fallen a couple times. I will say that uh, alien abductions do sound like a, like a, a wild night out. Right, like a joke. It sounds like a few that I have. Been there a couple times. <laughs> Been there a couple times. But I will say that ever since I was younger, like alien movies, anything about aliens always creeped me out a lot. And I think it's just because of their image of how they're portrayed. So, like they just look creepy. So if you said that William Levy was acting... As an alien? As an alien, you would have... Like aliens? No. <laughs> what if well, Zac if Efron? he was, if that's what aliens look like. <laughs> what if Zac Efron was an alien in the way that he is right now? You know, that's not a bad sight. Bro. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> All right. So it's my turn. All right. So today I am talking about the, one of the most mainstream cases of UFO, and this is the Travis Walton experience. So 
That Jump. sounds like a Travis like Scott. a coaster or something. A roller coaster. <laughs> a roller coaster. The Travis Scott experience. The Travis Scott experience. Uh, Walton, actually. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Travis Walton, born in February 10th. So, what's up? Oh, he's an Aquarius. He's an Aquarius, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, of uh, 1953. So, so he that's was, around the time. That's yeah, he was, he was time born around the time that yours, your case happened. Happened, yeah. Gotcha. So, he was an American logger who was abducted by UFO. So his story starts on November, the, November 5th of 1975. He and a group of seven loggers were working from the Apache Sitgreaves National Forest, which is in Arizona. The group consisted of his boss and best friend and brother-in-law, Mike Rogers, and the rest of the crew were Ken Peterson, John Collette, Steve Pierce, Alan Dallas, and Dwayne Smith. It was around 6 p.m. whenever Rogers Rogers decided to call it a so they gather the stuff and they pile into Roger's truck to drive back to Snowflake, Arizona, which was like around a 40, 45 minutes drive. Shortly after the drive back, they spotted a bright light nearby in between the trees. So at first they, they thought it was just like a, like hunters like or like camp like a campsite. Yeah. But then uh, they decided to, to investigate because if it was a fire or something, they are the ones to be on call f- for that you know that they were loggers yeah so they were there to just like <laughs> to protect them to protect the land i guess <laughs> i don't know okay but yeah they went to investigate and then then they followed the light but whenever they got closer they spotted like a silvery desk silvery disc according to them the, demi- the dimensions were around eight feet eight feet high which is 2.4 meters for the, if we have any international listeners or people that prefer meters instead of feet, <laughs> because I don't know why the U.S. feels that. Yeah, it's actually easier for me to envision meters now. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why the U.S. decided to go feet. I always said U.S. is like the liberal of the world, you know, like the rest of the world wants to go one way and they're like, nah, fuck it. Go the other way. We're going the other way. Yeah. And then... Not always the right way, though. <laughs> And 20 feet in diameter, which is 6.1 meters. So it's a... Uh, you said 20 feet? Yeah, in diameter. So it's it's kind of small if you think about it. It's, I think, the like a professional basketball court, it's bigger than yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so here Rogers stopped the truck and Walter ran out the truck towards the disc. He wanted to see what it was, um, what it was more up close. Here, the guys from the truck said that Walton was underneath the spaceship and the men were yelling him for him to come back. But then a loud noise started coming from the ship as if started uh, like a loud turbine. And then there was a blue greenish beam like that struck Travis and he was lifted off the ground by a few feet, body outstretched. So this man was doing yoga <laughs> in midair. Uh, but no, then um, out of nowhere, there was like a... I don't know, like, there was, like, a bam. Like, his, the light beam shot his body 10 feet away. And then at this point, Rogers was like, fuck this shit, wear out, and drove and took off in fear. Wait, so his body fell or it just, like, shot out his body? It just shot out. Oh, okay. So the blue beam shot him, mm-hmm. and he levitated for a little bit, and then, like, um, like implode him or... Okay, like zap like him. Like, push him, yeah, like zap him. 
Yeah, but I don't I don't blame the crew for taking out and then for taking off. I'm like, well, shit, I probably would have too. Like, who the fuck yeah, am I? Yeah, I'm not about to sit there and wait for you to get. Yeah, out. honestly, like, who the fuck am I? Will Smith? <laughs> fuck that shit. No, right. this ain't a movie. Yeah, honestly, but apparently, like the guilt got to. <laughs> well, it's good to know. Because now if I get abducted, I know you won't be there. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, the guilt got to them because 20 minutes later, they decided to go back. However, the UFO was gone, but so was Travis. Great. About 7.30, Peterson, one of the guys from the law crew, decided to call the the police. Now, here, deputy, Deputy Sheriff... Chuck Ellison was the one to answer the phone. They met at some shopping place. I don't know where. And uh, but to relate the the tale, however, the office was skeptical of the events. Later on, claiming that that if it were acting, they were awfully good at it. So that's how believable they sound, apparently. So now Ellison told his superior, who is sheriff. Uh, Sheriff Marlon Gillespie about the accounts and told him to keep the crew wherever they were at the moment. In the meantime, Rogers insisted that they started looking for Walton, but somehow the police didn't. <laughs> and like to even call the, the police dogs or dogs if necessary. Mm-hmm. Apparently they didn't have dogs or they weren't available. Yeah. I don't know. They were on duty somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, they were on duty somewhere else. Uh, so regardless, they arrived to the place as fast as they could because if they didn't, Walton, because if they did, like Walton was somewhere knocked out, mm-hmm. and he f- if he was knocked out, then he could suffer from um, hypothermia due to the um, cold freezing were, nights. Yeah. yeah. So a few of the men refused to go up there, and instead of that, they drove to Walton's mother, who was uh, her name is Mary. Mm-hmm. to deliver the news instead. When she received the news, she remained awfully calm uh which is a factor that grew suspicious along police officers now however i like to point out that mary is a mother it's a single mother of six children which means that like throughout the years like i'm pretty sure she she uh she learned to remain calm throughout all situations right so it's okay to say that like you can excuse her being like quiet and calm at the time. She didn't really have like a yeah. She reaction, didn't really have like, like a like bad a, reaction. Yeah, but like um, throughout the throughout the days, she she started showing that overwhelm in her face, and you can just kind of tell that she was kind of sad about mm-hmm. Travis' disappearance. So, around three a.m., Mary will call his second oldest son, Dwayne. Uh, Dwayne is described as a good, loving brother, always there for you whenever you need him. Wouldn't know, wouldn't like relate. I don't, I don't have a brother. <laughs> <laughs> so only sisters, which, <laughs> bad. So he left his Can't home. Can't be that bad. It, it could be worse. <laughs> i tell you that. Good way to put it. So he left his home immediately from Glendale, Arizona and drove to Snowflake. By the morning of November 6th, officials and volunteers had scoured around the area, but they didn't find a single trace of Walton. But they also didn't find a single trace of any source of explosion or any of that. Um, so by the afternoon, they had they had helicopters, horse-mounted officers. They didn't have dogs, but they had jeeps. How does that make any sense? La chepeta. <laughs> 
They were singing that song the whole way there. <laughs> Arrebatado, dando vueltas la chepeta. I can imagine that. <laughs> Conmigo, no. Or maybe the aliens had that on. Mmm, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say? They probably are fans of Anuel. Hey, I mean, he does look like an alien. <laughs> he might be one of them. He might be one. Never know. Mmm. So at this point, the officers were suspecting of homicide because there was like literally no trace, like literally nothing. So by November 8th, the news of Walton's disappearance reached international outlets. News reports got there, ufologists were there, and like people who were just like curious, you know, like those cheese muscles, uh, they're like, yeah, bro, let's yeah, go. Yeah, I know a few yeah. of those. Like those, the, the same, the same type of people that went to the fifty one area. Oh yeah. Uh, Palusa thingy. Well, yeah, and yeah. then they didn't even let them in. Yeah, so. That was during the pandemic, wasn't it? No, that was before. Before that was it was pre, like right before. That was pre-pandemic. Yeah. I, th- I feel like it's been so long. I don't even. Honestly, I have no sense of time. Twenty nineteen sounds like a different, entirely different fucking year. It was a different year. Like, yeah, it was. Like, but oh, just like a like, different era. I mean, oh, like okay, a different okay. decade. Yeah, well, yeah. Yes, it was a different <laughs> decade. Like, a, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Right. 2020 <laughs> has been too long on us. Dude, I, I can't believe it's already going to be November and then December and then 2021. And then it's 20, about time. And then 2021 is not going to be any better because it's just going to be like the, the same, same shit thing. as 2020. But in plus 2021. One. <laughs> plus one. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to suck. Hopefully we're a better president. Dude, have you voted yet? Oh, yeah, yeah. You did? I did. Have you? No, I plan to before Friday, though. Okay. I think that's the last day for... November 3rd. Well, Whoa, that's the last early, day for early, early voting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to wait in line. Tuesday. No, they should be they should be short now. Yeah. Just because a lot of people went through... They started... A lot of people went through early voting in the... Like, when it first started, like, mm-hmm. in the early days. Like the first days of early voting. Yeah. So by now it should be it a should lot be more, a, little bit. a lot more chill. Like, um, I know some of, I took like three hours, but that's because I went like in the first few days. Okay. But, um, like a few of my coworkers have been going and like, even like in late afternoons, mm-hmm. like around six ish yeah. or five. And it's not bad. And they say it's not bad at all. Like they literally went in and there was around one or two, three people max, three people max waiting in line. And I would say they were in and out. Yeah. So... This is the time. If you haven't voted, this is the time. Because yeah. well, even though by the time this comes out, out, the elections will be over. By by the time this comes out, it's November first. Oh, okay. So there's still so get out and vote. So yes, get out and vote. <laughs> yeah. We haven't said anything in the last podcast, but yes, go. Yeah, for real. Go we out. We should have. Yeah, we should have. Go out and vote. Definitely peeps. vote. All right. So among the visitors was Fred Sylvanus, who was supposed to be a. A Phoenix UFO investigator. Uh, he would interview both Roger and Dwayne, and in here they stated something odd. Dwayne reported that he and Walton have both decided that if they had a chance, they will get as close as possible to any UFO that they see. Dwayne also su- suggested that Walton will not be injured by the aliens because they don't harm people. So that's a weird. Mm. That's a weird statement to. To make out that aliens don't harm people. Yeah, that aliens don't harm people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the funny thing is, like, whenever Walton was interviewed, he said that he had no interest in UFO prior to the events. So well, that's interesting, considering like considering what we went over. yeah, because you literally like so um, that's two things that contradict. Yeah. Interesting. Um, 
Convinced that it was all a prank, Sylvanus announced to the entire town of Snowflake that it was just all a performance made by Dwayne and Travis, and that they released a balloon at the right time to fool the loggers. In the meantime, the officers would often visit Mary's house, but Dwayne told the office, the police officers to leave unless they had something new to relate or to ask, which Clark, Clark is like a, I think he was a, a sheriff of some kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, he contributed to the feeling among skeptics that Kellett was hiding something or someone. On November 10, Roger's remaining crew, all six of them, took the, a polygraph test, which was ex- examined and administered by Cy Gilson, who is an Arizona Department Public Safety employee. And they all passed, except for one person. Because he didn't like the the way they were asking him the question, so he literally he was just like, "Yeah, I don't like this, so I'm out." So he didn't take it. Okay. But but he later came back and took it and passed the polygraph test. Now, I just wanted to state that polygraph tests are not the most reliable. Yeah. yeah. Especially back then. Well, like it's it's like, not a, it's not as back then because we we still use like the same. The same te- technology, similar technology. Yeah, I mean, it's a little. It's the concept better, is still like, is still the same, but I'm just saying that polygraphs are not the most reliable. Um, they measure your heart pulse, mm-hmm. which is like if you're really nervous, that could affect any any polygraph test that you take. Also, if you're a good liar, you if you're a good liar, you're gonna pass the exactly. polygraph test. I'm not saying this to discredit uh, <laughs> the the crew. Yeah. But I'm just saying this for information for for you guys out there, mm-hmm. if you're listening, uh, that polygraph tests are not the most reliable because anyone can can fake a polygraph test. Yeah. As long as you remain, I think the secret is as long as you remain calm. Then you should be fine. And like, uh, you should be fine. You can pass a polygraph yeah. test. Yeah, but I think there's also, like, especially now, there's other things that they take into account also. I don't know exactly what they are, but doesn't make them any more accurate but it does make them like a little trickier to pass yeah so here i don't know when exactly he returned Uh, either it was tuesday morning or i don't know when but news reporters were already announcing that travis was back by tuesday afternoon among other telephone calls after the news of walton's return uh one of them was uh coral lorenzen he was a APRO. Mm-hmm. He's a civilian UFO research, which is a UFO research group. Now, Coral promised Dwayne that she could arrange an examination for Walton by two medical doctors, a general practitioner who was Joseph Saltz and pediatrician Howard Kendall at Dwayne's home. Dwayne agreed and the exam began around 3.30 on that Tuesday. Lorenzen was telephoned by an employee of the National Enquirer. So if you guys don't know what the National Enquirer is, it's a national newspaper, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the uh, Enquirer employee promised to finance April's investigation in exchange for cooperation and access to the Waltons. Since the Enquirer's financial resources were far better than April's, Lorenzen agreed to the, re- to the arrangement. And then medical examinations revealed that Walton was essentially in good health, 
but they did know that there were like two unusual features. One of them is that he had like a a small red spot at the crease of um, Walton's right elbow, and they say that like this it could be consistent to a hyper hypodermic injection, but it's it's nowhere near the veins. Right. So they could use. They also some skeptics like to say that it was because he they probably drug himself or some shit like he injected himself through there, but again. But that doesn't make any sense. But it doesn't make any sense because any drug that you inject yourself have to be through the vein as well. Right. So there's that. Um, they also uh, doctors examined that they made an analysis of Walton's urine, revealed a lack of ketones. And this was unusual because given that he has been gone for five days and he has like little to no food, he should experience some like some weight loss, which mm-hmm. he did a little bit. But when your body breaks down in order to survive, it breaks down the fats. Right. And because of this, there should be like a, a high level of ketones in your urine. So... This but is, since there weren't that showed that like yeah considering that there was no no levels of ke- no high levels of ketones it means that he was actually feeding like some something or someone was feeding himself mm-hmm. or feeding him I mean or something now now let's listen to Walton's experience now Walton reported that after he approached the UFO near the work site the last thing he remembered was being struck by the beam light and then when he woke up, he said that he was in a reclined bed. At first, he was in pain and had trouble uh, breathing, but he also thought he was in a, in a normal hospital. Whenever like his senses returned or whatever, Walton realized that he was surrounded by three figures, each wearing a kind of like a orange brown jumpsuit. He recalls. Mm-hmm. So he was surrounded by inmates. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, like like in your case, he reported that uh, these figures were around five feet. Mm-hmm. However, different from yours, they had bald head, no hair. Uh, they, their heads were doomed and very large. They looked like fetuses. They had large eyes, enor- enormous eyes, almost all brown, without much white in them. The creepiest thing about them were those eyes they just stared through me that's what um quote he was quoted saying he says that their their ears noses and mouths seem really small but he recalls that maybe that's just because the eyes were so huge so you know how like people fall in love with with like someone like big eyes Mm -hmm. i think this is walton experience like he fell in love with the aliens. Falling in love with the aliens because of the big eyes. <laughs> uh, with those creepy big eyes? With those creepy big eyes. Hey, maybe. Hey. You never I know. I mean, they do say eyes are the windows of the soul. They must have a big soul. <laughs> <laughs> he said he grabbed a, a glass-like <laughs> cylinder from a nearby shelf and tried to break it. But to oh, he tried to break it to make like a, like a knife. Like mm-hmm. a makeshift knife, but he found the object unbreakable. So instead, he waved it at the creatures as a weapon, and he got into a, a karate pos- karate position. 
but the trio the trio just left the room they're like ah fuck this shit <laughs> <laughs> they said i don't have the time or yeah, the like, energy fuck. so walton then would leave the dick sam room via a hallway which led to a spherical room with only a high back chair placed in the center of the room through he was afraid there might be someone seated in the chair but he walked towards it and the chair was empty so as he did as he walked through the the this space to the chair lights began to appear in the room so i'm imagining like um those sensor lights mm-hmm. that that people have that's yeah. what i'm imagining however that's nothing impressive you know like shit we have better technology in mexico we have dogs right. that can sense you on the other side of the gate and start barking at you like crazy there you go you ever walk through through like a random um street in mexico and and as you walk by you like you had like fucking five like a dog bark at you every single time you pass through yeah. a house and you know what the funny part is that they're usually on the roof yeah the do- that too that's scary though because it's usually like really big dogs and then you're like are you gonna jump so. um so yeah so chair was empty walton said that he sat in it and then he pushed a lever Every he reported that stars, stars rotated around him slowly, so kind of like a, what's it called? When you're in a planetarium. Okay. Yeah, kind of something like word. something like that. My thought is like, what if you would push the lever and destroy Earth <laughs> by accident? <laughs> Imagine. That would have uh, been one hell of a story. Uh. So. And then I guess he got bored, so he got off the chair. And he was like, all right, I got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, but Walton heard someone that was behind him, and he turned around expecting more of the short, large-eyed creatures. He was pleasantly surprised to see a tall human figure wearing blue cor- coveralls with, with a glassy helmet. Uh, at that time, Walton said that he did not realize how odd the man's eyes were. They were largely, they were larger than normal, and a bright gold color. Walton said that he asked the man a number of questions, but the man only grinned and motioned for Walton to follow him. Walton also said that because of the man's helmet, he might have been unable to hear him, but he followed the man down the hallway which led to a door and to a steep ramp down to a large room. Walton described it as a similar to an aircraft, uh, but then he realized that he left the, the disc-shaped craft, similar to the one he, he seen in the forest. And, but the craft was twice as large. So this is kind of like this imagery is kind of kind of confusing to me. Yeah. Like it's they left like, a craft to another craft. So they slid into another one. I guess I don't know. It's I don't know it's if like, it's if I don't know. I'm imagining like a room within a room. That's like the best way I can yeah. think of this. I don't know if that's actually. I don't know if I don't know. If that's how I'm supposed to be right. picturing it. But, but the this, thing is, he went into a bigger room. 
yeah he went to another room and then in that room he could see the craft that Abducted. like the spaceship that he was in mm. so I, th- I don't know that's weird <clears throat> uh, but in this room like he reported seeing seeing other um, this shapes crafts so he can see more spaceships uh, he was also so united like Lilo and Stitch huh it reminds me of Lilo and Stitch yeah something like that so he was united with I love that movie on <laughs> me too. he was united with a woman and, and two other men similar to the to the to that weird guy mm-hmm. that told him to follow uh, but these these people did not wear helmets so he asked him a, Walton says that he began asking a bunch of questions but they 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 didn't answer him they were just like they had like a dull grin and just like you know how like like, like not span- really yeah you know how the Spanish do like t- when you ask them something you're like they're like it's over there oh yeah yeah but they do with the motion of, of the chin the mouth yeah yeah they did the same thing but they follow in direction to to another chair that's a lot of chairs <laughs> it's been two chairs so far two chairs in the recline two is too many yeah that's true I mean <clears throat> so so once he was seated on the table Walton said that he realized the woman held a device like an oxygen mask and was placed on his face and before he could fight back Walton said he passed out when he woke up he was he was in the gas station in Heber Heber Arizona I think it's nice of these aliens like dropping them off like dropping him off not in the middle of nowhere but like in the gas station that's so weird though at least it's not in the middle of the desert after a moment, the craft shot away and Walton stumbled to the telephones and called his brother-in-law, Grant Neff. Uh, he only thought that like a few hours had passed, but little did he know five days have passed already. So when they like back again to the entire the medical analysis mm-hmm. that said that he hadn't received or to the ketones due to not lack a lack of any food or anything yeah. and, and a good argument I like to say um, refer, referring back to physics mm-hmm. is that time is a ah fuck it went away are you talking about like how time is in the person's per- perception or time is relative yes oh, the, there we go Time is relative, so if any of you guys study physics before, uh, if you don't, then I'm about to explain it just a little bit. If you're traveling in high speeds, like light years, or just traveling away from Earth, a lot of the the perspective it's a lot different. So while you can be traveling around the Earth, you can say that you've been traveling for four days when in reality it's been five days in on earth uh there's actual this is not just a theory there's actually like um studies made by like they had two twin brothers mm-hmm. going to one of them stayed here on earth and the other one i think went around the moon or something for yeah. like multiple days or multiple months i mean mm-hmm. 
And then whenever the twin brother came back, he was actually the twin brother that remained on Earth looked a lot more older than the one that traveled in space. So it's definitely it's it's time and frail. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Everyone experiences it differently. Differently. So yeah. while we we experience time differently here on Earth, people that are sent to the moon for for a number of months experience it a lot differently. That's just like a good argumentative to to us why maybe they didn't find as many ketones. Into well, because urine. it does actually affect your body physically yeah. too. So. so that could be as well. Uh, maybe for him it was actually just mm-hmm. hours instead of days. <clears throat> but after hearing Walter's story, Gillespie speculated that Walton may have been hit on the head and drugged. And then he was taken to a normal hospital where he had confused the details about the uh, routine exams with something more spectacular. Walton dismissed this, noting that the medical examination had found no trace, head trauma, or drugs in his system. So Walton told Sheriff Gillespie that he was willing to take a polygraph, a truth serum, and even undergo under hypnosis to support his account. Gillespie said that a polygraph would be would suffice, and he promised to arrange one in secret to avoid the growing media circus. <clears throat> Dwayne and Travis then drove to Scottsdale, Arizona, where there was a meeting with APRO consultant James A. Harder. And then Harder hypnotized Walton, hoping to uncover more details about the missing five days. Clark writes that, quote, Unlike many other abductees, however, Walton's conscious recall and a conscious memory were the same. He could account for only a maximum of two hours and perhaps less of his missing five days. Curiously, Walton encountered an impenetrable mental block and expressed the views that he would die if the regression continued. So suppressed polygraph exams and the controversy in the meantime, uh, Spalding had announced to the press that he and Dr. Stewart had questioned Walton for two hours and had uncovered inconsistencies in Walton's account that would basically ruin his story. So the Phoenix Gazette ran a story about Stewart who related his claims that Walton's fear exposure of careful crafted lie. Um, Sheriff Gillespie arranged for a polygraph, but when the word of exams was leaked to the press, Duane canceled it, thinking that Gillespie has broken his promise to keep the test a secret. Gillespie would later insist that he had not leaked the word for the polygraph and that the case had become too, sens- too sensationalistic to keep anything secret for long. Um, now, like another another theory of why this could have been a false was mm-hmm. because. Uh, well, I was just gonna say like some things do correlate to what I was saying. Like, if you think you've been abducted, like some of the signs you or side effects you may experience. Like how he said that when he was in the ship, he was in a, he was getting like examined, I guess, like in a medical room yeah. that that does happen. Well, a lot of accounts have that part in them. Yeah. So apparently they did like some, some, uh, what's it called? Some polygraph tests on, on Walton. Yeah. And like one, one of the other doctors would say that, uh, Travis would hold his breath in an effort to beat the machine. 
So like you know when I told they be able to tell? Eh, I don't know. Like you know how I told you that like when you're taking a polygraph test you, you need to remain calm. And like one of that it's it's a it's a tech it's a breathing technique. That's right. how you, you lower your heart rate, you you, you remain calm. They were, they were saying that Travis was trying to hold his breath. So he was trying to beat the machine. Yeah. But like then again, like Travis has taken a bunch of polygraphs and he has passed them all. So it could have been just like one he was just used to of, the, of the few. Yeah. Wait, so he didn't pass that one? The, the first one he didn't. Okay. But then after that, he passed multiple. And like that first one is the one that uh, would keep him... Um, like the the skeptics will kind of like hold him accountable because he didn't pass the very first one, but he yeah. passed the other ones. But it's that first one kind of that just kind of ruins it for him. Mm-hmm. But then um, April and the National Enquirer agreed to keep the results of the first one in secret. I don't know why they, but yeah, they I, I guess they just want to bleed the story. I guess that's why. Yeah. Uh, but then he will take two others and, and pass the other one. So that's kind of weird. Interesting. Uh, I don't know where I was. There's just so much. You were talking fucking... about um, the polygraph test. Yeah. He's got too many notes. It's a long story, dude. Like, All the essays he didn't write in college, he wrote them today. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, a few skeptics say that um, <clears throat> this entire thing could have been just like a, a hoax to keep uh, to keep Travis from working because according to yeah because according to um, like Rogers had a contract with the with the Forest Service and they had to like the reason why they've been living late for the couple of days because they had to they had to um, complete the contract or they had to take the contract or whatever yeah. you know so, so apparently so he did Rogers all that to skip work. Huh? He did all that to skip work. Yeah. So apparently Rogers knew that he would be unable to complete the like his contract with the mm-hmm. Forest Service. And that's why they came up with this scheme and stuff. But even then it doesn't make sense because like even in the contract says that uh the contract act uh the act of God clause the, the, what is it? It basically says that regardless of what happens, like you need to follow through the contract. Like you need to do whatever your work is. So regardless of if a UFO took you or whatever, <laughs> it, like it doesn't it. matter. You have to complete the job. Maybe he just didn't want to go to work that day. And maybe, dude. I mean, shit. I'll, I'm gonna try that excuse next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna take, I'm gonna text my boss tomorrow and be like, "Hey, man, I got abducted." I'm gonna be abducted tomorrow around <laughs> from eight to eight to five. Yeah, I'll be back the next day. Though. I'll come back. That reminds me of this girl in second grade. Yeah. She was like, the most random thing ever. She came up to me and she was like, "Oh, guess what? I'm not gonna be at school tomorrow because I'm gonna be sick tomorrow." <laughs> I was like. Yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, So, so furthermore, despite his anxiety over the contract, Rogers never invoked or tried to invoke the after God clause and the aftermath of Watson's disappearance. 
Class and others have also noted that UFO incident was broadcast on NBC just a few weeks before Walton's disappearance. And I think this is because uh, other officers and have already like they they had like their own personal UFO encounters. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why NBC was somewhere there. I don't know. Uh, so class and others speculated that Walton had been inspired by a TV program at the time. It was called Hail Abductions. Uh, Walton denied that he ever watched the program, but Class notes that Mike Rogers watched at least a portion of the program. Clark argues that Walton's account of his time on the UFO is quite different from the Hill account, and that furthermore, quote, there's not a great deal of similarities between Walton's and eighty other or any other abductions narratives. Uh, close quote. Publicly discussed as of November of 1975, the aftermath in 1978, Walton published the Walton Experience, in which he outlined his own narrative of the event of its ma- of of its aftermath. The same year, Bill Berry published the ultimate encounter in which he argued the various debunkers, especially class, did not make persuasive cases and that Walton and others alleging similar experiences related events more or less as they believed they had happened. There was a, I think, I believe um, Travis made like a, he wrote a book, they made a movie about him. Or about his experience. You know what the name of the movie is? It's called... It's called My Fake Alien Abduction. <laughs> <laughs> it's called, um... Something about sky... Fire in the Sky. That's what what that's what it's called. Fire, fire in, the, in the Sky? Yeah, Fire in the Sky. I think you can, like... I think it's on Amazon or something like that. I don't know. But, um... Yeah, they... I mean, it's Hollywood, so... Like... Some, some of the things may be exaggerated but there's that what isn't exaggerated huh i said what isn't exaggerated so yeah that's the i think that's it i didn't complete my notes but for the most part that's basically it there's a lot of like well there's a lot of inconsistencies in that story i think yeah there's a there's a few inconsistencies what do you think do you think that that really happened or uh I like to say that his I don't know. I like to I like to believe it just because I find it more believable. I, f- I find an alien abduction more believable. And like cases like Walt, like Travis Walton, like he unlike others abductions, mm-hmm. yeah, where they kind of change the story here and there. Walton's actually uh keeps his story consistent. Mm-hmm. Like he he never changed or never add. Like there's been like multiple interviews with him and like even like interviewees like try to try to um like try to fool him by adding a few things into the question and yeah. then he's like oh no 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 that i didn't that, that didn't happen this is what happened yeah so it, it remains the same so his case might be the the what's it um, like the outstanding one like the outstanding one yeah the one it that, doesn't really fall into the categories that we mentioned yeah yeah that that might be true just because of his consistency and stuff like that so yeah i mean yeah i don't think i think it sounds pretty realistic maybe i don't know but yet again like any alien abduction doesn't really sound 100 percent true you know yeah because it's like how would that happen but 
Oh, yeah. Is what it is. It is what it is. And I think we're gonna cut it. So, yeah. So, those were the. Well, I kind of did like a history on. On, on the aliens. History, but or like, like a like scientific method. Yeah. Yeah. The scientific through. method. Yeah. And I gave you guys a kind of incomplete story of Travis Walton. Just It's just because there's just so much to say about Travis Walton. Like, there's. It's it's so doc well documented. Yeah. And I tried to put this thing in two days. So it, it didn't work out, but at least you got You're getting better at not procrastinating though. I, I, we'll I, I have yeah, better content. Yeah. Uh but, but yeah, I, I I would say check out the movie. I delivered the the main points, I'd say, mm-hmm. of how how he got abducted and the things that were kind of the things that were going on. Yeah. Uh, but I just didn't really well explain the aftermath. Yeah, that would have been interesting. But even the aftermath, it's just the, the thing is with the aftermath, it's just like a whole lot of, of it's like just drama between, um, what's it called? Between the skeptics, like professional skeptics, mm-hmm. and then with the ufologists, right. it, it's just like a lot of going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And just trying to like make sense out of it yeah just trying to like disprove him yeah but well, it's, I think I it's a lot of like just all of that but yeah. like now he i just want to say like now walton has uh he married this girl oh uh, he married um dana which is roger's sister they have kids uh so walton is it he's a he's a happy man he's a yeah, I mean, do you I know if you ever experienced more anymore abduction i don't believe so I, I think that was that was that was it he has reported that if he was to go through any other abduction abductions mm-hmm. he would rather not but i mean but yeah uh other than that that was like his only abduction case and they unlike like other cases i don't know mm-hmm. if ever you heard of any others like where they come back yeah, I I saw that it could be like either a one time thing or it's like it's like every they keep coming more. at you. Yeah. yeah, just to but I think for Travis like that was it. Like they came back, they came for him, or they they came once and they, they came once and that was it. But the thing is, uh, what Travis says is that they didn't mean to harm him. Like whenever, whenever the the spaceship started, whenever they turned that engine on, they said that they uh blasted the beam light at him mm-hmm. but they didn't mean to so it could be that they just like fix him up and then left him, where him he, and then sent him back yeah like they just kind of like fix his injuries and blah 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 and then that's and then that's it once he Those was are good some cool aliens. so yeah so so that's like what he believes that what happened mm-hmm. like they didn't mean to harm him or any or they didn't mean or they didn't even intend to to get him to get him to for his studies what other they just kind of like injure him by accident and then they they heal him and then send him back wherever to the gas station so that's a well i just forgot to mention that that or maybe i did mention it i don't remember but that case that i talked about it was never proven either i don't think any abduction is ever proven no no. there might be like a couple but i think uh for the most part it's just like they make a show about you and then that's it They put and you then on the ancient aliens. On, they put you on History <laughs> Channel, and then uh-huh. that guy from the aliens memes comes comes by and just says aliens, <laughs> <laughs> and then that's it. I haven't watched that show in so long. I stopped watching History Channel. 
when they started <laughs> when they started putting more aliens and, and shit like that yeah i got kind of lame yeah it's like same with animal planet it's just not the same animal planet there i haven't watched animal planet in a while and also because like national geographic used to be really good too i don't have those channels on my tv oh yeah that too <laughs> watch a lot of netflix though oh yes love netflix yeah but thank you guys for listening to our abduction episode Oh, we yeah. hope if you're experiencing signs of abduction, you get Call some us. help. <laughs> Tell us about it. Send us an email. Yeah, send We'd us love an to email. Hear about it. <laughs> All right, peeps. Well, you already know what you got to do. If you got something to say, please email us at igtspod.gmail.com. You can follow us on our Instagram handle, which is igsts underscore podcast. And you can also follow us on our individual Instagram accounts. Mine is vcaaongo. I think I said it right. Yeah, you're going fast. And uh, mine is J-A-G-M-B-O-A, but we're also tagged in our descriptions and in a post on our Instagram. Yeah. Uh, We are on not only on Spotify, but we are also on Apple Podcasts. So if you can, uh, leave us a a review over there or whatever. Can you do that? I think you can. But also, I think for Apple <clears throat> to use Apple Podcasts, you have to like subscribe to Apple Music, right? Yeah, I think that's how that works. And then Apple Music charges you to listen to music. Mm-hmm. Really? I mean, technically Spotify does too. Yeah, but Spotify well, is for it's free. Like, yeah, that's for premium. I don't yeah, know how that works. They do charge you, I think. They do to listen to listen to music. Yeah, I that's think stupid. So. I wouldn't know because I don't use it. I use Spotify. Yeah, I use Spotify. YouTube. That's why. But I mean, if you guys use, if you guys prefer to use Apple Music or whatever. You, you can find us on Apple Podcasts and yeah, you can and leave, us, too. leave us a review over there. Rate us. Also, you can recommend us to your friends, please. If you do please like. Do. <laughs> yeah, but, if you like yeah. our content, make sure to share. Yeah, sorry to disappoint you guys for this episode. I, was, uh, I feel like we had a good amount of information. Yeah, we had decent information. It so. was basically like uh, listening to a movie. Okay. Tampoco. <laughs> <laughs> All right, peeps. We'll I'm trying to make this better. We'll see you. Saturday. We're releasing. Well, not. Saturday. Well, I'm trying to. I'm trying to aim Saturday's episode to be released on Sunday as well. So we're gonna. You guys are gonna have a double episode, a small little bonus. So yeah, and, um, that'll be our Halloween gift. That, to that's y'all. gonna be our Halloween gift to you guys. So all right, guys. Um, so be ready. Next episode. Bye. Bye.